The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. Oh, hell no! Whatever! The following program contains opinions expressed by the Dead Zone. If you find this broadcast offensive, lighten up, candy ass. What? Oh my gosh. It's a radio show. Hell yeah! That's what I'm talking about. Power up request received. Initiating systems. Powering up transmitters. Welcome to the Dead Zone. Dead Zone, Paranormal Radio Show. Thank you guys for sticking around. It's the Easter Show, and we got a good one tonight. We've got an old friend of the show, Jeff Headley from the Mountain Monsters. We're going to see what he's been up to and also what the team has been up to. So stick around. Also, we have Michelle with Paranormal News. But first, we're going to play one just for the boys, their theme song, Mountain Man Town. Very cool tune by the American Cowboys. Johnson and 
and you're listening to The Dead Zone. It's Michelle again, doing paranormal news and events on the Dead Zone. This week's episode is brought to you again by me, Michelle Poy, Associate Broker at Seasons of Indiana Real Estate. Contact me for all your real estate needs through my Dead Zone email, michelle.deadzone at gmail.com. That's Michelle with two L's, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E dot deadzone at gmail.com. This episode is also brought to you by K.D. Wakefield, the author of a new suspense thriller called Murderous Masquerade. This is available in paperback or Kindle, so order your copy today on Amazon. Paranormal News. Hey everyone, it's Michelle. I hope you're all doing great, feeling well, and enjoying this great weather that we've been having. At least in our area, it's been pretty nice. So on Coast to Coast AM, I found a recent article dated today titled Perturbed Town Council in England Rejects Request for Ghost Hunt at Historic Site. This was written by Tim Binal. In what sounds like a wildly entertaining meeting, a British paranormal group's request to investigate a historic building was rejected by the community's town council, who cited concerns about what might happen if they uncovered ghostly activity. According to a local media report, the spooky bit of bureaucracy reportedly unfolded in the community of Barnstaple, where the organization Devon Free Spirits had asked officials if they could look into the town's nearly two-century-old guild hall. The, for, the fairly formal letter from the group explained that they used science and also senses to gather information to conduct our investigations, and that they prefer to publish their findings but would be willing to sign a non-disclosure agreement if necessary. However, it would seem that such a pact would not be necessary as the Barnstaple Town Council swiftly shot down the request with some rather colorful reasoning. Paranormal, from what I've seen on television, where they go in and they call up the spirits and all this and that, is not something I can put my name to, declared Councillor Julie Hunt. They could do more harm than good by coming in and start mixing with things in the Guildhall. Her misgivings were echoed by fellow council member Mel Lovering, who expressed concern that the discovery of potential ghosts in the building would upset people who may have to work there alone. If I looked up to anybody and said, your house might be haunted, you would have fears, she astutely observed. Another vote against the request came from Councillor Alan Reynolds who wondered whether we need a group of people coming in and telling us something that will frighten the local community and upset them. And what one assumes was a clever pun, board member Arthur Windsor told his colleagues that he had grave concerns about the request, indicating that I have heard enough mumbo-jumbo and the rest of it concerned around paranormal events that I personally would not endorse it happening. He went on to muse that, I have grown up believing that you don't mess with what you don't know and understand. I personally don't know enough about this. 
It was not all bad news for the Devon Free Spirits, as one member of the council displayed a rather savvy understanding of the paranormal. Board member Alan Rells argued that opening up the building to ghost hunters could be a great way to raise money for the community, noting that the National Justice Museum in Nottingham is a popular destination for paranormal groups willing to pay for access to a spooky location. He posited that perhaps the town should consider getting in on the proverbial action by way of the guild hall. Alas, it would seem that his pitch fell on deaf ears as the council ultimately rejected the group's request. Whether you're listening at home, at work, or anywhere, thanks for making Para-X part of your day. Your source for everything paranormal, Para-X. This story from Coast to Coast AM is written today. And it is titled, Plague Doctor Busted by Scottish Cops. This was written by Tim Benall. A young man in Scotland received what one presumes was a stern lecture from police after he was caught roaming around several towns while dressed as a plague doctor. The mischievous lad, clad in the creepy costume, was reportedly first spotted in the community of Bonus a few weeks ago and then subsequently appeared in a number of nearby villages. Particularly worrisome to parents is that the mysterious stranger was often seen outside schools and, on a handful of occasions, actually spoke to or chased after some children who were understandably terrified by the unnerving individual. The presence of a plague doctor in their communities quickly became a hot topic of discussion among residents on social media, with many people expressing anger over the individual's antics. Fortunately, it would seem that the proverbial reign of terror may have come to an end, as police in Scotland issued a statement saying that they were aware of the reports and had identified the male youth who was seen. According to the authorities, he has been visited by officers who have offered appropriate advice to him, though they conceded that the young man had not technically done anything illegal. Not unlike the creepy clown phenomenon, phantom plague doctors have become something of a trend in the United Kingdom since the pandemic started, with sightings in various communities popping up in the news over the last year or so. Perhaps the most prominent case unfolded in England last May when police identified a teenager who had caused a similar stir in a small community by silently roaming the streets in the eerie costume. As with the young man in Scotland, the British teenager was spoken to about the consequences of his actions and advised to hang up the robe and mask before someone wound up getting hurt. Okay, let's do one more before we get to Jeffro. This one's called Chicken Foot by John Five. Oh, and by the way, we'll get to your questions too. Chicken Foot, really? Good Lord. Oh Sugar Foot, John Five.
ervaring. Are you in a band or know of a band that is currently unsigned and looking for airplay for free? We want to hear from you. One of the main goals of the show is to help promote up-and-coming bands and artists as well as our paranormal community. Getting your name out there can be tough, especially these days. Shoot us an email, deadzonebooking at gmail.com. If your music fits our genre, hard rock, 80s, 90s metal, and new metal, we want to help. Millions of people are affected by the Para-X bug. I realize that it is something that will stay with me for the rest of my life and long into the afterlife as well. If you have the Para-X bug, there is hope. With a nightly visit to the Para-X website and intensive past life regression therapy, I can control it. Even with the Para-X bug, I can still lead an active life of radio show hosting, paranormal investigating, evidence checking, attending conferences, book writing, keeping up with the latest technology, and still keep my 40-hour-a-week-day job. If you think that you have the Para-X bug or know someone who might, visit para-x.com. And remember, you are not alone. I am not alone. I. 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 I am not alone. The Para-X bug may cause the urge to chase shadow people, visit exotic haunted locations, adopt a pugwudgie, or spend all of your time trying to figure out the laws and principles of paranormal investigation. Listening to Para-X may increase these effects. Sudden visions of full-body apparitions or feeling the covers being pulled off you in the middle of the night by unseen hands may also be signs of exposure to the Para-X bug. The use of Para-X may be habit-forming and an overwhelming desire to provoke spirits may be a serious side effect. If these symptoms last more than four hours, you should quickly consult a trusted witch and have her cast a what the hell are you thinking spell on you. If symptoms persist, please contact the Para-X Radio Network Homeland Security Team for further instructions. The Para-X bug may cause urges for late night speaking with spirits and ghosts. Listening to Para-X may increase these effects. Overwhelming desire to try provoking a spirit may be a serious side effect. Those with Para-X bug effects lasting more than four hours should consult Para-X or see a professional. Sudden outbursts at the mention of orbs may be a sign of exposure to the Para-X bug. Use of Para-X may be habit-forming. Use caution when engaging in Para-X chat. Your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. This is Rick McCullum of the Hollywood Ghost Hunters, and you're listening to The Dead Zone. Dead Zone WDZRDV Worldwide. If all radio stations in town were palm trees, We'd be the one with the biggest coconuts. Now, here are the one, the only Dead Zone. Dead Zone. 
right, time to get Jeffro on the phone. One moment. And we're calling. Hello! Hello! Jeffro! Did I blow you away? I'm sorry, I got too close to the mic. How are you doing, my friend? Can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Oh, that was good. That was kind of good. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. What's up? Get a little closer, man. I'm not too loud for you, am I? No. Okay, well, get as close as you can because it's still really, really hard to hear you. Well, maybe uh, try that. Okay. That? Oh, that's much better. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hey, man, it's been a long time. Yeah. Okay, that's that's better. Yeah. It's been a long time. How you been doing? I miss you guys. Oh, I've been just getting along like crazy, man. This COVID virus is something that uh, has affected the whole world. And yeah. I'm, uh, well, in fact, today I just got my shot. I know you just got that shot. We talked about that uh, on Wednesday, right? Uh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I microchips and things implanted in me. <laughs> I don't know. Conspiracy theorist, you know, that kind of weird stuff, but uh, good for you. Good for you, though. <laughs> How are the boys doing? How's Tammy doing? Oh, doing good. Um, she uh, she got her shot with me today, too, and she's doing real well. Cool. Uh, her breathing is uh, steady, going uh, okay, you might say, and then we have bad things. So, nothing I can do about them. Right. That's to be uh, expected, I guess. Yeah. Right. Kate, uh, my oldest, is doing real well, and... And then Alex, uh, you knew he had a little one, right? No, I did not. He's wow. My youngest son had a little boy. His oh. name is Winston. Uh, he's just as cute as can be. Uh, <laughs> okay. So he's not your heartbreaker. He's got uh, blue eyes. Yeah. And uh, then uh, February, I believe it was uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah. We get Day card. It says uh, young Mr. Headley's going to have another child. Oh, man. Grandpa. <laughs> Twice over. All right. Congratulations, man. That's really cool. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> 21 years old and, and uh, having uh, another two kids. Wow. Well, you know, hey, my mom was 17. My dad was maybe 20, I think. I don't know. It's been so long. They're yeah. They, they both passed, but congratulations, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a little different than, than when uh, my mom and dad, you know, ages and stuff, they had kids. Right. Oh, like me, you know, like me and Michelle. I mean, uh, we had Brandon, and we're old as dirt now, and he just turned, well, he's going to turn 19 in this October. <laughs> anyway, who cares, right? What? Anyway, um, so what have you been doing during this pandemic? I know that you've been putting, uh, you've been going to, or trying to, going to, to uh, meet and greets with uh, Kirkland, right? <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah. He hasn't. Uh, uh, it's the schedule for the meet and greets are uh, sketchy. Yeah. Because of the circumstances. Yeah, because yeah. We all can't go every time, and then we all can't be there all the time, and. And then sometimes the, uh, the, the, just straight out, people need to be aware that the people that are having these meet and greets is very, very expensive, not for the talent, but it is. But overall, 
the setting it up, the oh, advertising yeah. and everything to make it successful. Oh, yes. Hey, you know. Yes, you I know. Man. I know, uh, man. I, 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 but they can only maybe afford one or two of the guys, and everybody's got their favorite character. Yeah. And, uh, and a favorite guy, and that's me too, you know. Yeah. I, I agree. I know. I, I understand completely. I know. <laughs> Believe me, I know. Uh, that's that's cool, but um, you know maybe like we talked about the other day in the future, you and I, you and Rip, might have something to announce a little later on. We'll see. That'll be cool. That will be great. What have you been doing yourself, especially with uh, the trading post? Well, I'll tell you what. My life changed a whole bunch right before we uh, filmed this uh, two seasons ago. Yeah. And uh, I uh, am just at a small, uh, very proud of it. It's called Peddler Junction. Okay. Right there, Opry, Ohio, 1818 uh, uh, Washington Boulevard. I typed that so many times today, my fingers were so I put my stuff up on my eBay site, and uh, sometimes they let me share it over on uh, Facebook, and I appreciate all the fans putting up with that. Yeah. But uh, this was a uh, this was an item that needed to be hand sold to see, and then you got to look at COVID buyers. Uh, flea markets are yeah. rough. Right. I mean, rough. You know, right. And, I mean, and uh, that's one of Michelle's yeah. favorite things to do is to go to a flea market, and they're yeah. they're not around anymore. Yeah. So I, it was a six million dollar man ballet pinball machine. Wow. Uh, made in the eighties. Yeah. Only made a hundred thousand of them, and I think I had a uh, hundred messages. Right. Um, and the guy's going to actually pick it up Monday. Wow. Uh, a lot of disappointed people because they were in line to get it. And uh, well, it wasn't a lot of money. It needs work. I mean, you know, yeah. you're not going to sell a a premier item for nothing, right? And uh, that I just finished that up. Right. Well, that's a collector's item, right? I mean, it's a collector's item, so you know. Yeah. You know what are you going to do, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and also, too, like like um, we talked about, you've been selling some unique stop signs. That I had no idea that you did. I was like, "What? <laughs> you did those? That was really cool, man." Very well, I'll cool. tell you what. I'm pretty proud of those. They're going to be limited because. Uh, well, let's just go ahead and let the <clears throat> let the old thing out of the bag. Okay. My brother Phil would say. All right. Uh, I scored. It would be a word you would use in my uh, industry. Uh, yeah. About 300 uh, road signs. Okay. And here in Ohio, to give a clarification on it, uh, they gave a uh, grant to the townships, and the townships replaced the signs. Some of these signs are 15, 16, 20 years old and need to be replaced. So uh, I made a deal with the salvage company and uh, I made them an offer no one else would even touch. Right. Uh, you know, because I wanted the signs, and I was just trying to think what to do. So, and what a uh, cool idea! Yeah, what a cool idea! A good friend of mine, uh, I call him Pinstripe Brian. He does all my artwork, uh, except for my, you do my artwork. Oh okay, yeah. Let's just clear that up. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. This guy is this guy is as talented as what you are with the digital world. Yeah. 
but he does, you know, you've seen his paintwork, you've seen his brushwork. Oh, yeah. Very and, cool. Uh, Very cool, anyway, yeah. Anyway, he laid out a, uh, a pretty cool plan to make me a, uh, a template uh, for a Bigfoot I like really well. So we're laying up them Bigfoots in different collars on <laughs> street signs. And I'm putting the old Jeff Rowe and the Ames on there. Right. Uh, signing them, and we're shipping them. And I am absolutely amazed at how nice this system is that I have set up. Right. Uh, the shipping doesn't really kill anybody. Uh, right. You're aware of shipping. Oh, yeah. Uh, you sent me something this week. Yes. Uh, that was near $9. Yeah. You know, and, and, and uh, it's like, even worse when, when uh, the fans of the, of the show across yeah. across the pond here will want something right i mean it's 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 ridiculous it really is well that's where i i want my my fans to know that that's why i use ebay because they get a bulk shipping discount and those signs are around twelve dollars get them shipped 13. and that's a great deal that's a great deal well there's old Jeffro. He sells a set of cylinder heads, uh, high-performance uh, racing uh, Ford cylinder heads, and uh, <clears throat> shipped them to California, and 175 bucks. Really? Yeah, and that was over the counter without bulk shipping discount. So you take a bulk shipping discount on that, it might have been half. Yeah. And, uh, that saves the fans a lot. It's like the oh, t yeah. Picture combos. Yeah. I, the average shipping on those was really great. I think they were like seven, eight, eight fifty or something. That like is that. great. Yeah, that is very cool. Oh yeah. Plus you can you can buy with confidence when you when you buy on uh, eBay and you right. worry about somebody. Cause, dude, me and you have fought the bogus people. Oh my god. Yeah. I got nothing to say about them people. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you what. There there's some really. And they're still out there, and they are still out there. You know what I'm saying? Merchants. My yes, God. There some smart merchants. Yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, there's some. You know, shut them down, and they pop up somewhere else. Little weasels. Anyway. Oh, like a weed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That is but, no uh, kidding. I've been. Uh, you know, I've, I've been. Uh, I. You know, when I'm off. Okay, when I'm off, uh, those are the things I do because that's my my. Uh, to go to place when I can think about other things. Right. And, you know, I've been doing a little bit of research here um, for uh, just getting hungry uh, about some uh, spring. You know, I always get spring fever and I always hit the book and look over some of the old stuff. And, right. and I was into, into one of my books that uh, they probably only made 400 of these books. And Your books, yeah, four hundred of, of this particular book that I that I found. Oh, that you found? I thought you I thought you were alluding to the point that you had written a book. Oh no, no, I haven't written a book yet. I'd say I have enough notes that we could put together a set of Britannic encyclopedias. <laughs> oh well, I'm sure you do. <laughs> from from A to Z. Yeah. Probably have a lot of chapters on what not to do. <laughs> right. Well, you know, live and learn. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> I've come across some uh, Native American trails over through uh, southwestern Ohio here. They've always fascinated me. Right. Uh, you know, I've dabbled in Indian relics over the years, and and some of the mysteries of the of the tall creature 
you know, you're always looking for that. that oh, yeah, the tall man, yeah, yeah. And, and it's always in your Native American uh, history. Right. Uh, I found. Yeah, the, the tall man, absolutely. Yeah. And the tall man, the wild man, and yeah, I, yeah, I know. Yeah. Cool. So, you know, and just a little bit, I'm, we, we, a lot of your fans have uh, chimed in and they have questions I'm going to read and ask you. So, questions. yeah, just you can go in, into as much detail as you like. <laughs> some we've some we've already answered. Some some we already know. Evidently, some people haven't seen the entire series, the entire show, yeah. and it's kind of evident. Okay. And in some cases, but hey, you were recording that. You're recording now, aren't you? Yes, we are. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I I thought so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want to hit some of those questions, I tell you, I. I, uh, okay, I, go ahead. I'm uh, sorry. I wrote my letter to Michelle about you guys asking me to be on the show. And I know we've known each other for a long time. Oh, yeah. And, and I know that, that Michelle knows me, you know, and, and mm -hmm. the old saying is to, about uh, Jeff is to know him is to like him and not to know him is to hate him. And uh, Michelle, you know, I, I sent her this jokester of a return letter of all the things I, I can do. Right. I don't know whether you've seen it or not. I, I got a kick out of it because I was thinking, I, I really didn't know I could do all that stuff. <laughs> no, I, didn't, I haven't seen it, no. <laughs> Just like old Red Green, you know, either the women find me handy or they're going to find me handsome. <laughs> <laughs> right? <clears throat> no, I, I didn't I didn't see that. No, we, okay. We're we like ships in the night, man. We, we During this COVID thing, um, no one's here in the studio and in the office here with me, but me. Everyone, everyone else is still gone. So it's kind of, you know, it's kind of tough. But no, I, <laughs> I didn't see that email. Um, if you want to, well, before we do that, what's going on with the team right now? Anything that you can say? Uh, I know that uh, they're going to be in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Yes. Uh, Huckleberry and uh, Bill, they ought to have a really good time there. I, is, is, that the, the, is that cryptid? Is that the cryptic, it, cryptid con or, or whatever it is? Uh, I think it's a... I'm just a Bigfoot uh, convention, and there's two of them down there this year. Yeah. Uh, I think Cliff is going to the other one, Cliff Bergman. Right. And uh, I'm not sure that the dates don't coincide or together. I didn't do that much research on it. Right. Uh, but uh, and then I understand uh, there's uh, three or four meet and greets events that are uh, that Lee Kirkland's put together. Yeah. And uh, you know the, the team's going to be out there, and they'll be able to. Uh, Fans will just be able to walk up and touch them. Just, just. That's like, awesome. That's what. That's what. Whatever, that's what yeah. everyone wants, right? I mean, I. The, we had oh. talked about Crypticon uh, a couple of months back, and I thought, well, I did. I went to the website. I did not see see you boys there, right? I went back again, and now they've updated the website. So I think it's Crypticon, right? And yeah. you guys are going all four of you there, right? You're not going to be uh, there? Are you, you yeah, sure? I'm not going to be at Crypticon. Uh, Buck, uh, Willie, and Huckleberry, and Bill will be there. Okay, I thought I thought you were there too. I thought uh, I, I, I thought I, I saw you. I, I kind of was on there poking around maybe a couple weeks ago, and that might be last last time they were going to have it, then it got canceled. Got, maybe so. I, yeah, yeah you might yeah. be right. See, yeah. With Tammy, uh, my wife. That's kind of hard for you to, yeah, I get it. And my mother. Yeah. 
Um, I have to do uh, a lot for my mom. Right. Uh, we haven't got her moved here to the area yet. I'm going to move her up here. My my son is uh, my oldest son is such a guy. Okay. Yeah. He's a good guy. Uh, he makes me uh, uh, cower my head at times and bring tears <laughs> to my eyes. He's such a good person. All right. Those are good-looking boys too. You have them as your uh, your Facebook, oh, yeah. your Facebook yeah. uh, cover or whatever. Yeah, some good-looking yeah. boys. And, and uh, he's he's remodeling his house, and uh, it's not that uh, my mom can't afford, uh, but she, you know, she's she's okay. And uh, but he's going to move her into that house and uh, move her up here to Beverly, and we're accommodating the house to fit her needs. Good for you guys. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. And, a long time since I didn't did drywall. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I did that, I, I uh, Michelle was a manager at a, a theater in town, and I did her office, redid her office, and yeah. what a joke. What a joke. Well, see, I live in a, a plaster house, and the, the walls crack, and a chunk will fall out. Oh, yeah. It's an old house. And yeah. So then you got to take a, a saw, cut out a piece, put a piece in, and fit it and everything. It's like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. It is. He lives in a in a in a neighborhood that's just an unreal neighborhood. But they it was a '60s mid-century house, right? And it has paneling. Oh they, yeah. They didn't put drywall up, but they well insulated. So here we are, you know, we're popping up paneling and pulling the receptacle boxes out, putting them uh, windows if it needs it and it doesn't, but it doors yes. <laughs> and uh, updating the bathroom and you know doing the, the cool stuff yeah but uh, yeah uh, it's been a long time so I've done that kind of work so it's not all that hard yeah it's not that hard but you know you get a little older and it gets a little harder are you trying to say that I'm getting older <laughs> no no I'm older than you I think my God, if you were a little bit closer, I'd just reach out to Jackie and we'd have to place like a half a gallon of moonshine oh. but I was I was I I I I bought this desk, and I probably have hunted for this desk for a, a long time in my life. It's called cylinder desk with bookshelves on top, ratchet shelves. Oh, nice. You know, yeah. Glass front doors, and the cylinder rolls up. Oh, it's made wow. about 1870, and it's got a writing area that pulls out. It's made out of walnut, and, and I mean, it's just killer. So I've been putting my memorabilia from Mountain Monsters. Okay. I want to tell you that I have some fans out there. We were just talking about moonshine. Yeah. And I found this whole bag full of, oh. of little testers and everything. And I'm going like, well, do I drink that? Or what do I do with it? So I got it up on the shelf. You know, it's going to just have to be for special occasion. Right. And then there was something I've never opened. I think... Haven't you? Do you like Jack Daniels? I I used to drink Jack Daniels, but when I do, I become another person. You so I, Huckleberry. Yeah, I quit. Yeah, I had to quit that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really do, man. It's yeah, it's not good for me. Uh, well, it's not good for anybody when those things happen. Yeah. So I got my original bottle that uh, Destination America that had sent me mm-hmm. for the opening show. Uh, Fifty Jack, and, and uh, it, I, I put it in my my, mem- my memory area there, and I'm like, oh man, I got so much stuff. Letters from fans, and, and little. I mean, this. Who would have ever thought that you're just a run of the mill stinking guys? <laughs> people, it, it, 
they got us on these little pedestals, and it's hard to accept that you're, I'm not on a pedestal. Neither is anybody on this team. Yeah. But they put us up there in their eyes. And, uh, you know. It's the show. It's, it's you guys. Set. It's you guys together, your chemistry together on the show, and what you do, and what a lot of people want to do, right? Yeah. But you take, you take, uh, let's see, who did I tell this to? I said, we're hillbilly. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. we might be talking a little loud to each other, but it doesn't mean we hate one another. We're just making sure the other one can hear what we got to yeah. say. Right. You, you understand yeah. my meaning, right? Yeah. And that's, uh, that's a crazy one, but uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm tickled with everyone I work with. I mean, those guys right there, uh, when, we, when we're at it, we're doing it. I'll tell you what, it's, it's, uh, it's like a symphony. Right. And it's great, and it works, and that's why you guys still have, the Ames team still have a show on Discovery, the Mountain Monsters. Well, I think there's, yes, and that, and we've got a production team. We've, we've, they've got used to us, and we've gotten used to them. I'm putting my, uh, putting it right out there for Cold Straub. I was going to say uh, earlier, when uh, we first talked, I need you to speak up because... You're really hard to hear, and you still are, by the way. Well, I'll work on that before we. Uh, well, how's that? That's that good. That's that's better. That's much better. Let's see if I got the volume right or not. <laughs> what I was gonna say is we don't have straw money, <laughs> you know. Oh, I, I. <laughs> well, I can't. I can't. Uh, I just can't even say something I said the other day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you fine. Say it, but- it would it would lead into things that, that yeah you're fine don't worry about it. it it's but anyway it was funny because I I made somebody really chuckle I made a straw joke yeah <laughs> okay yeah and they 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 really know this guy okay yeah and uh, we were having just a conversation like me and you and you know how uh, all of us are when we're together and then we'll crack a funny in there and yeah. be real sincere about it and it just tears up the world <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I tore her up. <laughs> Shame on me. Oh, well. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just a different kind of guy. Yeah, well, you know, you got to be yourself. Yeah. If you're not yourself, who the hell are you, right? You know that. That's right, okay. I've, uh, I've stood my ground believing in who I am <clears throat> and, and my words. <clears throat> right. To the point a guy might have to put a Band-Aid on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But so that the United States of America stand up for themselves, and if we have to put a Band-Aid on in proving our point, they do the same thing. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, uh, you know, we got a couple guys that, that uh, served on the team there, Hawk and Bill. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's something very to be proud of. And then, Absolutely. Uh, Trapper, he served in a different time. Oh, yeah. Um, and I've, and I've, I've seen the photos that uh, his daughter... Uh, Awesome. Oh man, just awesome. Those are and cool. Laura, she's a great. She's she's something else. Yeah, uh, she did a she did a really good job on it when she came in and sat in and visited with us. All right. Uh, Cute girl. Cute girl and did a great job and and it, we well we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later on. Her Laura's daughter's really cute. I mean, I think she's she's really a cute little girl. But, yeah. I don't know what you're getting at about Laura because she looks just like Trapper. <laughs> well, he's my he, he was my friend, man. Well, I don't know. All right, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I, I like, I like, I really like Trapper, and and I miss talking to the he man. He's a uh, very good person. Yes. Uh, so knowledgeable. Yeah. And uh, when you, when you, have you seen any of the firesides? I have not. I, I, like I told you on the phone when we talked, I, I don't have the access to it. I live in a strip pit, right? So it's, it's kind of hard. Um, dealing with that for a friend of mine is coming in. Uh, we're working on trying to get an internet position figured out for him. And uh, where, where, where he's at, he has really poor service. So. Oh, we have we we have beyond poor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can tell you, Lee, it's coming. Yeah. You're are you uh, want a little information about streaming? Sure, but like I say, it's we live so far out, and we're in a strip pit in the middle of nowhere. We get very little, if any, service. It, that's, it has to, we have to have satellite, and yeah. the satellite well, blows ass. This has to this this really has to do with my ground roots uh, really uh, uh 1980 uh, 9, 90, uh, 1, 2, uh probably about three mm-hmm. we uh the g4 communicator was an item that the u.s government was using on military uh outings right from one hillside to another to use their internet right communicate back and forth well that's when we became with the wireless and then we had to have a lot more power and uh, we had an auction actually built that uh, fit that and yeah. it's it's so funny that they said oh 20 years ago that was 30 years ago 25 years ago and they're going oh that'll never work you'll be able to stream so you know what their very question was <laughs> yeah what this was my favorite one and the guy was with me was was helped explain it. <clears throat> they said where where does that 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 come from where does where does that digital formation come from and my buddy's standing there and he's going it's all around it's in the air it's stored in that computer it's stored in that computer it's like radio waves it's like it's like radio waves but a stronger signal yeah Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go, guys. Okay, um, we're gonna run. Out, we're gonna run out of time. We got to get to uh, the uh, fan questions, if that's okay. Oh, oh I want to. Let's okay, go. okay. Well, the very first one was from Shane Queen. She wants to know what's your favorite creature to hunt and why. My favorite creature to hunt and why. Mm-hmm. I think it's the Ohio grassman. The grassman. Okay. Yes, I, I think I've said this before, but there's a lot of reasons. Perry County is just a hop, skip, and over for me. I have friends that keep me uh, caught up on sightings all the time and little bits of information that come in to me about Grassman yeah. and uh, how he eluded us uh, several times and tore a traps up, uh, went around the very first trap, and I'd have to say he sticks in my heart. Uh, he was one that we hunted in the very first season. Uh, and he just sticks in my heart because we were so close. I mean, yeah. smelling, sensing, uh, having a, all the things that, that fell into place, footprints, uh, rocks being thrown at you, the calls and noises, all this stuff that people hunt for, for 
sometimes most of their life. Here, here it comes all in one circle. You don't have much of a shot at him, but we still get information in on him, and I'd like to try him again. And he's probably one of my favorites because I, in my heart, uh, I know he, he 100% exists. Okay. Uh, number two from Richard Donnell. Um, have this. This is one I we talked about earlier. Um, maybe these shows haven't aired oh. enough, but uh, he wants to know: Have you figured out who it is that's following you on your hunts? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we were so close to figuring that out when Trapper was very so active. Yes. He's a much, he was, he was a much better person to be able to find these people. He, he kind of started thinking a little bit like him, you know? Yeah. And then, and then when I, I caught him in the woods and then the, the camera guy caught him and started following us and they were... Right. They were in that apple orchard uh, following us, and then we've seen people out all the time. Uh, I'd have to say the information I have is just going to have to stay confidential. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. It's it's the best way to answer it because I had to slap myself on the hand because I'm very aggravated the whole situation too. Let's yeah. say we've uh nip the problem in the ass yeah and that we're we're good to go without followers yeah so no one's following the team now right as far as I you know as far as you know as far as you know or can say okay now you know last season <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. a guy popped up in the woods i caught him on camera yeah i caught him on my uh thermal and see what I've said may not be the truth. Right. I don't know who that person was. We did later find a guy that was hiding out that was one of the loggers in the cabin. Right. And, uh, you know, there's more to that man being wounded. He was hurt bad. And, oh, man. And I yeah. just don't know whether it was the same person. <laughs> the, the guy that I caught... Uh, on camera and the way he moved through the woods, I don't care who you are, you'd had to have night vision on. Yeah. Because he moved like a rabbit. Right. And uh, he, he, over a fence and there he was gone, no trace or anything. But, he was uh, quick. He was I just, just, I just yeah. say that that's tucked back, but that's made us a, a better. Okay. Now here's one that I can answer and, and I'm pretty sure most most of the fans can answer. Becky Jenkins wants to know what happens to the traps when you leave before uh, Willie goes in and tears them down, right? Yes, exactly. Right. That has to happen. Uh, we can't leave ourselves in a uh, someone getting hurt, liability, cert, you know, and right. the uh, basically uh, has to come down. And Willie uh, tidies that up. Uh, it and we put the land back the way it was right. as best we can yes. so it's undisturbed for the uh, wildlife that's in that area. Right, okay. Yeah. Felicia Henderson wants to know when and what got you interested 
encrypted. <laughs> when and what? <laughs> uh, that's that's a long that's a long story, right? <laughs> that's, yeah, I've told it, and it's it's I've told it, and I've told it, and told it. Uh, it's a depressing story. Yeah. Uh, last season we had a COVID break in the yeah. filming. Right. Then we came back and finished the season. Uh, we got done while it was in edit- editing. Uh, a few things turned up about uh, possibly one of the, you know, to the reasoning of why I joined uh, the Ames team. Yeah. But it, uh, I just quit beating around the bush. This is straight up. Yep. I had a family companion was missing. He was a beautiful chocolate lab. He was VIP 13, tattooed in his ear. Right. He was Padre blood. He was a beautiful animal. He was English. He had a blockhead. Yeah. And I was in love with that animal. And uh, when that animal came up missing right before Easter, four days before Easter. Four days before Easter. Yeah. How about that? Missing. Yeah. Yeah. You think the Easter bunny ran off (laughs) or something and gave him to another little kid? Well, that could be what has happened. Yeah. Uh, He'd be long past. That was uh, that was uh, 2003, and then see, I went to Trapper in 2006, and I said, "Hey, I think there's a problem. I want to learn how to track somebody, and then I want to learn how to build a trap." Right. And then as time progressed, we found out there was other people in the Appalachians that were having uh, animals destroyed, uh, mysterious creatures coming up. And then as we grew, uh, that's what made us all, you know, hunt cryptids. Because I'm not, I just put it this way. Okay. Whatever took my dog or whomever, our family pet, is exactly what I hunt today. Are monsters right and uh, to get to the bottom of uh, a monster it takes a talented person and trapper that he was Willie absolutely talented person absolutely yes you know uh, but to the we needed to add the other people to make the team right you, you know? have you have to believe first you know I mean like we are we Michelle uh, myself and wherever Dustin went he's gone now I don't know it's been a long time you can't you know can't be little people for COVID and stuff that's right but you have to have differences of opinions right and oh does that mean does that make any sense to you well okay uh, differences of opinion yeah let's say that every letter on a typewriter in the alphabet yeah. All those little things were opinions. Right. Now, if we didn't put all those opinions together, <laughs> yeah. we would have nothing. So if we take all those opinions and put them in order, they make words. They so make words. And then you yes. and you work on what you're looking at. Right. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. See, it's um, Dustin and we met him that one time. What we at, uh, That was uh, well, in Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, see, it's just a bad memory from that time. I'm not sure. Really, uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. Could, I'm, I'm just not sure that, that that guy could take the stress of monster hunters and hang out with them. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. It, 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 can get, it can get tough, stressful, yeah. and, you know, things well, get blurry. Yeah. You just don't remember. Well, he's a good guy, and, and 
We wish him the best, and hopefully he'll come back soon. Who knows? Okay, number uh, number what? What are we on now? Five or anyway? Uh, Courtney Muggleroy. <coughs> Pardon me. She has a six-year-old son who loves Bigfoot hunting and tracking, and even has a kit. And she wants to know what's the best advice you could give to him. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know about a six-year-old being out looking for Bigfoot, but I think it's a good plan. It's a good plan, but you know, you need a you need a trapper. You need a you need a trapper with you when you're six years old. Come on. Yeah, I would. I would probably take a lot of time. This is one of my my favorites. I take a lot of time and teach that child how to um, track track yep. lead a path. Right. See which way the tree limbs are turning. The way the wind blows is sometimes uh, you want to walk into the wind if you're trying to track. And smells. Um, smells. Yeah, smells and and hell. You know, you got to think about it too. He might want to concoct some of his own bait because you have to believe how successful the wolves of West Virginia were with Jeffro Deuce. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, we need to. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Off the air. He needs to we'll market that more on uh, uh, things, and he needs to, He actually, I would recommend him getting a leather-bound book at his age. Yeah. And like a trapper had, and yeah. I would start keeping notes. Keep uh, a journal. Later. Keep a journal. Say, yes. uh, would you say yes? A journal. Was yes. eight, nine years old right now? Uh, she said uh, six years old. Okay. Well, let's say when he's another six years. You know how the maturity in those kids grow. Oh yeah. <laughs> and their mind. That yeah. I think what he's seeing now needs to be documented because he might be seeing more than what we do. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. One more. One more. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to keep you on here. Oh oh. Enjoy talking to you. Why would you say that? Oh well, that's, the timer went off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, okay. I, uh, good night. <laughs> okay, hold on. Um, Audrey Lucher, Loucher, I think it is. Uh-huh. She says, I live in Blair County, Pennsylvania. How far do you think Lightning Man and the Thunder Brothers ranges? How, how, how far are their range? From what I have studied about a, a squatch or a Bigfoot. Yeah. That's like, they they travel once, the rivers, right? Yeah, once you, you, you have to kind of, she would have to look at the waterways. Yes. Okay, here's what I'd recommend. I'd recommend getting a local map, a township map, a county map, look at the waterways, <clears throat> kind of route those out, and look how the fingers of those go out. And then get with your uh, DNR, DNR records and see what kind of uh, agriculture department maybe to find out where you got the most apples, nuts, and the, the food sources. And terrain, the, yeah, and, and places, most, places to hide. Uh, yeah. The hardest place there is to get to, to fish, uh, you're looking at uh, big, Bigfoots, they eat fish, 
they love apples. They they it takes them a lot of food. And, and deer. What they do is they and, travel, and they have to eat as they go. But yeah, I'm. You might see it if you knew their center where they came from. I'd say a hundred, a hundred, hundred and twenty-five miles away. The crow would fly. Right. In a circle, and that's a lot of distance. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty hard to imagine them, but you have to uh, also take a look at the waterways with the ridges of the, uh, with a map that shows the ridges of the mountains. Uh, they travel the ridges of the mountains. Uh, you could, if you're knowingly, how you can save, and I've gotten lost 10 miles out of direction dropping over a ridge. All right. And to 15 miles to get back. Right, and and, and I'm, I'm having to say that that's why they use the ridge tops for travel. It's right. easier for them to get to the destination. But you got to really look at what their food sources are and their waterways because they do travel. Well, that ways. that and yeah. the fact that there are different species, right? I mean, you've got yes, uh, the Thunderman, Lightning, uh, Lightning Brothers, and the Whistler, and just you know, are well, they? Are, are, do you think they're like? Tribes, if you cross, you're in trouble. I I think you're correct. Uh, Trapper uh, and others have, have called them clans. Um, they do have a way of staying into their own. Yeah. And then, see, there's something that hasn't been proven. Yeah. That as their as their group uh, deteriorates. And passes away, and maybe it doesn't redevelop. Yeah, who knows? Uh, yeah, we've right. Often sit, we've often sit and talked and wondered if they don't travel farther to find a mate to be able to, to keep it going because they do travel a lot. And uh, you just don't see uh, that much evidence. We've only caught evidence of a family unit once. Right, the Whistlers. And yes, yep. yes, exactly. Yep. And, uh, I, I'll tell you what, those Midnight Whistlers, uh, there is a lot of them, okay? <laughs> Creepy, yeah, That's yeah. all I can say. I can still hear all that whistling, and it just made your ears hurt. Right. And uh, you're shivering and shaking, getting goosebumps from that whistle. And you know there's more than one, and uh, you've always learned that, well, it could be just one, maybe turning his head like a coyote. But when you pull that <laughs> thermal up, and there's, and you, there's all those eyes, yeah. Oh man, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. There you go, guys. Jeff Headley, Amstein's Mountain Monsters, right here. I appreciate you coming on, and I hope to talk to you again. And we're going to, you know, yes, that sir, you will, yeah, you I, know, uh, that. I hope I answered everything you need to know. I think so. I mean, we had a few more questions, but um, they're kind of like repeats and. You know, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I understand. Yeah. So, thank you very much. And you guys, keep watching. Oh. Bye. Hey. Hey. I want all the to keep watching. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, Jeff. Bye, Bye buddy. This is the Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.